Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is episode 265. And today I am really excited to have a special guest on this week's show where we're going to be talking about you, the agency owner, the freelancer, the consultant, somebody who's maybe running ads for customers, getting paid for customers to do service work like we do here at Tier 11. That's what we've been able to do. And that's what we talk about every single week, spending hundreds of millions of dollars worth of Facebook and Instagram ad, and then hopefully relaying that in an intelligent way back to you where you can learn how to do it for yourself or for your customers But today's show is for agencies, freelancers, and consultants specifically. And the special guest I have on here today, we are, we're talking about this before we hit the record button. We've now known each other over three and a half years. And uh, Deacon, who is our vice president of operations and special projects, special project being heading up our information-based products, which is something that we launched during the COVID crisis. And uh, we'll be talking about that throughout today's show. We started working together three and a half years ago because he was an agency owner that was struggling to get to the next level, came to a training of mine and um, a past partner. And uh, we decided, hey, we liked each other so much. We're like, why don't we work together? So we're still here today, still talking to each other and uh, really <laughs> excited to have him on the show here today because he is going to be dropping some major knowledge bombs for you, the agency owner, as to how to grow your agency to the next level, specifically how to get to six figures per month in revenue and beyond. Welcome to Perpetual Traffic, Deacon Bradley. Awesome. Super pumped to be here. This is like kind of full circle for me. I started listening to you guys episode one. I was on the digital marketer mailing list. I remember you guys launched this and I was driving around San Antonio at the time, just like binge listening to episodes. And I was like, man, this is fantastic. So really cool to be here. I was a, a one-man band at the time, kind of grew from there and we ended up working together. And it's, it's been amazing. Just I've kind of gone through every single stage of growth, I guess, up to this point so far. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why, I mean, Deacon has done an incredible job helping our operations side of the full service agency that we offer inside Tier 11, but we still kept getting people asking us, hey, can you guys do something for agencies and for freelancers to help us get to maybe your level and beyond? And we resisted it for years and years because I really didn't think that we had the operational side of the business really dialed in, but thanks to Deacon and his efforts as well as the amazing team that we've been able to attract inside Tier 11, we really felt like now was the time to do it. So we launched this you know, back in May. 
you know, in our sort of first wave. And we've got a free training that we'll be talking about here today, as well as given some of the goods in that training, as well as these are real things that we do every single day to help grow our agency. And we do it in a way so that it's beneficial to our customers. I mean, we're agency first and foremost. We are not an information-based digital products company. We don't do this kind of thing. Like this is new for us, but it's really inspiring. It's a lot of fun to work with agency owners and see their growth, especially the ones that have come on board in our agency accelerator program since May. It's amazing to see the progress. And Deacon is a guy that was where they were, like I was maybe three or four years before Deacon was. And so we've been there. We've been struggling. We've not been able to scale. We've had all the problems that you probably have had as a consultant or a freelancer or as a small agency. And now this program, as well as the information that we're going to be talking about here today, will hopefully help you get to that next level. And obviously, we'll give an offer for one of our trainings that we have that we just launched this past week, which we'd love to have you be a part of. So Deacon, really excited to have you on here. And, and you know, without you spearheading the Agency Accelerator program inside Tier 11, I don't think we'd be at where we're at right now. And we're just going to continue to grow this thing and, and get better and better. So with uh, today's episode, we'll we'll be starting off with kind of the first part of what we refer to as the three revenue growth systems. And yeah, this, this first one is one that uh, we're using now and kind of figured out what, like three, four years ago, five years ago, and have perfected it over time. And it's been an absolute game changer for us to grow revenue. Like this is how we do it. And we do it in such a way so that everyone benefits. And we'll be getting into the real details of it today with with Deacon taking the lead on that. So pretty excited to have you on the show here today. Super pumped to be here. The things that we're going to be talking about today, we're only going to be going through, I guess, one of our three revenue growth systems, just so we can actually do it justice on this episode. But we have a whole bunch. And what we what we did to kind of narrow it down to these threes was we went back and we were like, hey, what are the most the biggest impact revenue growth systems you can put into place now. And, and these are things that's been so energizing to be working with agency owners inside the program right now, because I'm seeing these things like get them immediate traction and results. And I'm uh, really pumped to, to share some of that here today. It's so cool. Like we just kind of plucked some of this out of thin air. We just you know, we did a lot of the trial and error and we got good advice along the way. There's no doubt about it. Like we did not figure this out uh, on our own. And, you know, we've had some coaches through the years uh, that have really helped out with this type of selling. And it like when I say selling, I'm almost like air quoting selling because it's not really selling. It's like matching your services with what you can do to help another company. And if that company says, yeah, that sounds good. And you're like, yeah, we're going to go do that. Is that selling? Well, that's kind of like a match. And that's what we do. And sometimes we go through this whole system, which we'll talk about here. We're like, it's not really the right match. Or we start to do it and we're like, eh, this just doesn't feel right. There's not much we can really do here. You know, Facebook ads really isn't your problem. You have to go back and create, you know, a business or a multiple offers or increase your AOV and come back to us in six months, whatever it happens to be. So this is a process to weed out whether or not you as an agency can achieve success and whether the business that you're trying to help can achieve success at the same time. And that's why it's so effective. So we refer to this system as the SAP sales system. 
which is our revenue growth system. So Deacon, maybe you can take us through some of the specifics of it, kind of how things look, how we've used this in relation to charging what we're worth as an agency, but also giving the greatest value for new customers who come on board Tier 11 as a full service agency. So if I, if I put my business owner hat on and I'm thinking about things from that chair, the SAP sales system, that stands for strategic account plan. And we'll get into a little bit about what's contained in that and how we do it. But if I put on my business owner hat, I love this system because it allows me to get out of the apples to apples comparison thing or the bucket or in the same bucket of everyone else they might be evaluating you against as an agency. So typically when, when somebody comes in there, they're looking to hire an agency or a freelancer, they don't just stop at the first gas station they come to and like fill up the tank, right? They, they kind of go around to a number or check out prices here and there. They want to know who's the best fit for them because this is a, a big decision. And a lot of times from my experience back when I was kind of on my own doing this, a lot of it was, hey, have you gotten results for a business like mine? Okay, how much do you cost? All right. And then it's like thumbs up or thumbs down. And that was kind of the whole sales system or process. And so as a business owner at the time, like before we had an SAP selling system, my job was, was, was kind of like, well, I just need to find results that will impress them and I can put those results in front of them and then I can, you know, close the sale and, and, you know, sometimes it went great, but what that led to was me being kind of trapped in a niche of more me too businesses or more businesses like We've got some people in our program, for example, who are, who are trying to do more in e-com or they're trying to do more with lead gen or they're trying to do more in an area that they've identified. And, and that can be hard without an SAP selling system if you're just relying on showing somebody that you've got the results and then getting them to like give you the thumbs up on price. Yeah, we, we still see that all the time. We were on a call, I think it was last week or the week before, and the customer asked us, you know, how many other companies do you work with that are in the health and beauty space or specifically in the cosmetic space? And I didn't really answer the question because I'm like, well, it doesn't really matter what we've done for them. Like, what can we do for you? So yes, we have experience in that space. Absolutely. And we've spent, you know, tens of millions of dollars in that space, but it was an irrelevant, it's the wrong question to answer as a as an agency owner, the more the question is, is like, yeah, we've been able to do well with other companies, or maybe you don't have that experience. And some of our agency accelerator coaching customers are like, well, you know, I've really identified e-commerce as my niche, but I don't have a lot of experience there. Well, it doesn't matter as much because if you understand how to run Facebook ads or Google ads or wherever your business is, it's like there's skills that are transferable from industry to industry. And what the SAP allows you to do is sort of set that aside and say, this is what I'm going to do for you for the first 30, 60, 90 days. And it almost deaf ears that, that objection of how much experience do you have in this niche? And that is one of the things that I just love about the SAP system. It doesn't you know, misguide or mistreat sort of people in saying that you can do something that you can't. The point is, is that if you know Facebook ads, for example, for us, it's like we know how to do a lot of things through a lot of different, you know, a lot, a lot of ad spend. 
And learning from other industries to go to other industries is what we refer to as like cross-learning or cross-pollinization. So what the SAP allows us to do is to leverage that expertise in specific areas to specific businesses. And every SAP that we do is different and unique. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wilders and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. We were talking a little bit before we hit record here, Ralph, and and every time we were all, okay, I think we've got it. Let's let's hit record. I'm like, no, wait, there's more. So that's kind of how I feel about the SAP. But at the at the heart of it, this the SAP is a strategic account plan. And what it is is it's essentially it's custom for every business. So if somebody comes in and health and beauty business, we're looking at their business and we are we get access to their ad account and we kind of there's kind of I guess three main sections to this. Number one, we start with goals. This is absolutely critical. You need to know what their goals are as a business. Some businesses, it's like, I need a 5X ROAS or I need to make money on this first sale. Others are, hey, you know, I need to break even or I need to do it at a certain volume to be successful. Some businesses just want leads. They're all different, but it's really important to kind of understand that. And once you have that, that's the lens the whole rest of the plan goes through. And the next part of that is we'll review their last 90-ish days of results. We'll say, hey, this is what we're seeing. This is going well. This is not going well. Here are some opportunities for improvement. And based on all of that analysis there, that's where we really get to set ourselves apart as experts in how well we know Facebook ads and, and kind of put our, our Facebook ads hat on there. And then the last part of this is the action plan. And this is our, our favorite part because we're saying, okay, we know your goals. We know where you've been over the last 90 days. So like now we have a bar of what's a reasonable result here. What, what should we expect in the real world? And now we put our hat on and we're like, all right, we're strategists now. Here's what we would do the first 30 days working together. Here's what we would do the first 60 days and the first 90 days. So it's essentially like mapping out what the first three months of this look like for their unique business. And so 
when you put all of that together, you're, you're suddenly in a really different spot to sell somebody or to work with them or really even to figure out if you're a great fit. So if you wrap all of that up under the heading of SAP, like all of these benefits come pouring out of it and, and it's really great fun way to sell. And honestly, you'll learn a ton about businesses too, just from analyzing all of them. Yeah, well, 100%. And w- once you do a lot of these, you get really good at it. You start to spot individual trends and then it gives you more experience to be able to speak in a knowledgeable way about what you can do for the next one. And it's just sort of this snowball effect. Once you start doing them, you know, your first couple, and we've seen this with our coaching students, like your first couple of SAPs are a little bit, they're a little bit clunky. That's okay though. It's like you're getting used to it. You know, we also have someone on staff that handles all this and does all the presentations, which we include in on the program when we help our coaching students. The point is, is like, you have to do it in order to do two things. First off, figure out whether or not they're a match for your services and whether or not you can provide the result that they are looking for. Notice Deacon started off with goals. Like it doesn't matter like you can do all these sorts of things. Like in your first call with a new customer, a new prospect, you find out like, what are your goals? Okay, you submitted through the form on my site or maybe through a Facebook ad. Tell me about what you want to achieve. Where's the gap? You're here. Where do you want to be? Okay, and then sometimes, you know, this takes a little bit of massaging. Sometimes people say, yeah, hey, I want 10X uh, ROAS on cold traffic, you know, at a million dollars a month. Well, that right there probably tells you that this customer probably is not a great customer to work with because they have unrealistic expectations. So like finding out those goals up front is so important because it immediately discounts who you can work with, who you can't work with. Like we know if somebody wants to spend a million dollars a month in their first month with us and want to go from zero in spend to a million in spend and want a dollar to be turned into $10 on every cold traffic ad, it's probably not going to happen. Now, I'm using that as an extreme example, but my point is, is that strategic account plans help you determine who is a match and who is not a match. And it's up to you to be very realistic and upfront and tell people. Because if you do set unrealistic expectations or they have unrealistic expectations, the relationship is just going to end. It's going to go down in flames. Here's a specific not a match thing that, that I can remember just from recently, but like this is a common one that would come in. So if you think about the first two sections of this SAP, there's goals. And so a customer or a potential customer comes in and they're saying, hey, 3X row asset, whatever ad's been, like that's our goal. That's where we need to be. And then we're all, okay, you know, putting the SAP together, we're doing the 90-day review and they're at not quite 1X row ass. And they've got like just the one offer. And so to us, that's a really great opportunity to do a couple of things. One, either completely screen that out as unrealistic or two, actually set expectations that, that are real that we can achieve as a company and make everybody's lives better. And so that's like a conversation that we would have during the selling process is, hey, I see you guys want to be here. Do you, does everyone understand we're actually way back here? And here are the gaps we see between here and there. And like, oh, by the way, you're going to need to do this heavy lifting to make a better sales page or tweak your offer. So it takes a lot of the burden off of you to come in and and throw like the Hail Mary pass and hope somebody catches it as an agency. Like that's not what we do. We try to set ourselves up for success by understanding not just where they want to go, but 
what's is that like a realistic gap that we can close in 90 days yeah and sometimes when we do do these and they say oh i want 2x and they're getting 1x we you know based on experience we oftentimes will put our best projection some people would say as your best guess but sometimes it's a projection as to whether or not we can hit that specific goal so there is a there is a segment of this where there is some guesswork because based on past experience similar types of companies similar types of offers you know what is a realistic goal and we typically will look towards the customer to have a CPA goal, which is a co- you know cost per acquisition goal as opposed to a return on ad spend goal. Because return on ad spend has a lot to do with average order value and upsells and everything else that goes along with it. So we try and figure out very specifically just on that first section, like goals, are we in alignment? And if you're way far apart, bad match. If you're very close, chances are it's going to be a good match, but you've already set the expectation up front. I think one of the other things that you had mentioned here is this, like the whole idea of the SAP sort of flips the sales dynamic on its, on its head. Like talk about that a little bit, sort of becoming more of a trusted advisor in this role. Like uh, how how has this been effective for us and allowing us to be able to do that? Sure. So I, I actually don't really like sales, but I love coaching and working with businesses. And and so for me, this actually kind of takes that sales process and it turns it into almost like a consulting coaching process. And so what I, what I don't like about sales is people will come in and it, and it feels like they're kind of putting a challenge down in front of you, or I have to convince them of something that we can achieve together. And then, you know, I've got to get over the pricing hurdle. All that stuff was uncomfortable for me, especially when I was on my own. And so when I have this the SAP plan, though, it almost feels like instead of being across from the desk from each other, it's like walking around the desk. Let's sit down and look over. Let me look over your shoulder at some of your numbers and see where you're going now. And at that point, I'm able to give be kind of like coaching and giving advice. So we mentioned like somebody who comes in and they want to they want two to three X ROAS, but they're like below one. Okay, well, in a sales process, it might be convincing them that you could get 3x ROAS and here are your rates and, and they should pay that and they'll sign up. And then it's like, oh, great. Now I've, I've been saddled with this incredible burden to try to achieve these Herculean results with none of the materials that I need. Turn that around with an SAP selling system. And instead of saying, yes, I can get you 3x results, even with that terrible conversion rate that you already have. Instead, it's with the SAP system, I'm actually pointing out, hey, you're only getting like 0.8 X right here. To get to 3X, I've, I've actually noticed that your conversion rate on this page is about 10%. I want to see that about 20 to 30%. Do you have the capabilities to, to help us test some more headlines there? Or do you have people on staff who can develop a new landing page for us? And so now it's a conversation and they're also starting to see you as an advisor like, oh, hey, this guy is not just going to show up and, and like bring home the bacon. He's actually going to help me build this entire business. And there's a lot more pieces to it than just the traffic hose. And once you're in that trusted advisor seat, not only can you set yourself up for a better successful relationship, but you'll also find out that you can charge higher prices. And it's that has been a big key for us as well. This is absolutely the key for us to be able to go to customers and charge what we're worth. But 
don't use this as a way to gouge. <laughs> I guess it's like that fine line. It's like, you know that you're going to be able to provide value. You've, you've, you've created this plan, which is extremely high value. And we can talk about like how you price it and everything else, because we've made some mistakes there as well. But the point is, is that it positions you, like you said, as a trusted advisor. Like this isn't like a manipulative sales thing that we try to do. We actually try to really do this because you know, the average lifetime value of a customer for us is like three years, not three months. We don't stick with people for three months and part ways. I mean, it happens occasionally just because maybe we get this wrong. We make mistakes too. But the point is like, we're in this to create long-term lasting relationships to help businesses grow faster than they could on their own using Facebook and Instagram ads. That is on our site that we live and breathe that. That's our manifesto. The strategic account plan allows us to do that setting the expectation up front. And it really is just those three things, goals, observations on what you're doing right now, and then a plan. And usually based upon the observations of that middle part, the plan sort of helps write itself. We do the analysis. We actually have uh, our ads managers or ads managers or media buyers in training do a lot of the analysis with the oversight of a senior media buyer. We have our creative team come in there. We've got our director of media buying who puts the final touches on it. I even go in and add my two cents into it. And like it's everybody together. Like this is about six or seven brains all coming together for this thing. It's extremely high value. Now you might not have all those staff members on your staff right now as a freelancer or a consultant or a small agency. But the point is, is like because of that, you have value that you're bringing and you're showing it and you're selling it and you're proving it that you can do that for a specific customer. And as a result, you can then start to charge what you're worth. And that is actually the key to scale as an agency owner. It's just you and a VA, which is the way that, hey, Deacon and I started off the same way, you know, in the basement, actually in the same basements, which we're in right now. <laughs> Place hasn't changed, just the amount of people that we work with has. But it's allowed us to scale and grow and hire staff and scale out and finally charge what we're worth because you're giving a lot of value up front and then you're proving it because you have a plan. And we typically start seeing results of this plan within the first 60 to 90 days, if not less. Absolutely. And you hit on a really big thing here, especially if you're in the early It's almost like no matter what stage of growth you're in, you need to figure out how to charge more. Now, not just because you're a greedy business owner and you need more revenue, but Revenue is what you need to actually grow. And we're all running bootstrap businesses in this agency. I don't, I don't know of any agencies that are actually funded. So we, <laughs> <laughs> we live on what we make. And so to be able to hire that next staff member, to be able to hire that next creative person or, or expand your services, you need cash in the bank and you need margins, money left over after you've delivered your service. And I see a lot of agencies especially in the early phases where or they're either solo or they've got two or three or five employees somewhere in that neighborhood are struggling to add to their team members so they can continue to scale. And the reason that they're struggling is because there's not enough cash left over after everything is paid. And so this SAP system, yeah, you're going to be a trusted advisor. You're going to have more fun selling better customers with the right expectations and all of that stuff. But really, you're going to have more cash in the bank. And that's one of the things that you need because it'll help you charge more so that you can bring on that next team member so that you can continue to grow. Yeah, this is not about accumulating cash so you can go buy a Lamborghini once you hit five figures in revenue. Absolutely not. Like if you want to do that, you're not an agency. You're, you're really sort of a fraud. 
So, and that's not the type of people that we want to work with. Like when you start accumulating cash or being able to have margins, you can then reinvest that back in the business. Case in point, when I hired my first media buyer, it was only because I was at like a three-figure average pricing model to a four-figure average pricing model. Finally, I had cash to replace myself into higher outside contractors, which then was the basis and the foundation for the tier 11 team. At that next level, once we started to get, you know, four-figure sums, maybe mid-four-figure sums, you know, as far as our initial starting uh, fee for agency customers, I was able to go out and then afford to acquire even more talent like Deacon and you know his worker. Like that's how it happened. It didn't happen like, oh, we just started this way and two minutes later we're, you know, all of a sudden at 40, 50 people. No, like we start one at a time, one, then two, then three, then nine, then 27, and now upwards of 40. So like that's how we grew, but we did it because we had cash to be able to reinvest in people. And for our purposes, people is what drives growth and what drives quality results for our customers. It's a very people-centric business. If you're an agency owner, that's the business you chose. You know, this this stuff doesn't run on autopilot. You know, we haven't been able to figure out a third-party app that replaces media buyers, and we never will. The point is, is like cash drives it. So the SAP allows you to charge what you're worth, but also provide value by tapping into other people's brains like we've been able to do inside Tier 11. Deacon's a perfect example of that and how we were able to really scale up from an operational side. So one of the things that the SAP really allows you to do is it allows you to do what we refer to as this two-step sales process. And this is more along the lines of what you know I do with the business development team inside Tier 11, but it does get you a foot in the door, a strategic account plan. It allows you to discover needs. It allows you to demonstrate capabilities, okay? Like, yeah, I can do this for you, which are all things that we refer to as like the SAP power-ups. But what it drives is this two-step sales process. So what do I mean by two-step sales process? So when a lead comes into tier 11, it's basically, it's weird. We divide our process into two steps. First step is a discovery call. Not a lot of agencies do this. So a discovery call really is, all right, are we a right match? It's typically it's a half hour call. This is done with our VP of sales or, or one of our inside sales executives. And it's going through sort of a checklist of, all right, let's look at your what your goals are, where you're at right now, how are things going on Facebook, where's the gap, where do you need our help kind of thing. At the end of that call, if sales decides, well, all right, this seems like this is a pretty good match for full service agency. We decide, we will say, all right, well, here's what we do next is we will, we'd like to do what's referred to as a strategic account plan or an SAP for short, in which we go through your account. We tell them exactly what we've been talking about here on this show. And then we charge for it. That was the key about three, four years ago. And I think this was Jason Swank who gave us this idea because I was afraid to do it. By the way, definitely check out Jason Swank stuff. He's, he's awesome. Also uh, helps agency owners as well. Point is, he said, well, you got to charge something for this. Otherwise, they're not going to value it. And he was absolutely right. And because we make these strategic account plans so chunky, like I think the last one we did, Deacon, was like 47, 57 pages. Like they're insane how long they are and detailed. They could take this on their own and just go tell their team to do it. And I know we've had customers who have done this. Because it's so chunky, you don't want to give it away for free. So 
we always charge for it. And what you charge for it is sort of different for every business. And I know some of our agency accelerator coaching customers have struggled with this a bit, Deacon. So what what typically do you tell them when you say, all right, you produce this thing, now you got to sell it as part of this overall process? Yeah. So I wouldn't sell it for less than 500 bucks, just to put a number out there. And I say that because it is chunky and I tell you this, as an agency owner, you don't want to work with anyone who's not willing to pay at least $500 for this thing. Right. That said, we kind of would benchmark what you would charge against what your normal rates are. So one person, for example, was only charging about $1,500 when they first started. And it was like, hey, that's a huge chunk of your initial sales to just sell to this one thing. Of course, they had some other challenges. They needed to raise their pricing anyway, which we helped them do. But I would kind of benchmark it somewhere against your sales, somewhere in the neighborhood of, of like 10 to 25%-ish, I think would be a, a good neighborhood. And, and the other thing is, if you're, if you're kind of like sweating, thinking about trying to sell this thing for a thousand bucks or whatever your number winds up being, remember this key. That cost, when they decide to go forward with us, is actually applied as a credit to their first month bill. Right. So that really takes the edge off of being able to sell it. That also future paces them that, hey, we're going to be working together in the future. And I've already, I'm just paying a part of my first month bill. That's kind of how we get going. And so all of that makes it a really comfortable sales process. It absolutely does. And it makes it very low risk for the customer. You're giving something of great value and they're giving you something monetary in return. So at the end of that, the two-step sales process, which is what we were just talking about, at the end of that first half-hour discovery call, the close, so to speak, or the recommendation is, hey, if we choose to work together, you know, it really sounds like we might be able to do some great stuff for you. Notice I didn't say we are going to be able to do some great stuff. It's like, we might be able to. I don't know yet, though. So I kind of still have to vet you like you have to vet us. Like, we're both in this, like I'm selling you, but you're also selling me on you. And I, that's the, how I look at this. And this makes this, even though, you know, our, our business development folks and myself have a lot of sales experience. I don't really look at this as selling. It's like, can we maybe just go out on a date first before we decide to get engaged? You know, and this is kind of what the SAP is. All right. Seems like you got stuff that we can help you with. Seems like we can probably help you with that stuff. So let's do this. And at the end of that call, what we what we do, if we do feel that there's a match, is the strategic account plan is something that we then will sell. And like Deacon says, anywhere between 10 to 25% of your first month's uh, fee is, is very reasonable. And then you deduct it out of your first month's fee. So then the next step after that is we obviously get them to pay. We get access to the ad account. You know, we take people through exactly how we do this inside the agency accelerator, of course. But then about five to seven business days, this is how we'll say it. Like, hey, this is going to be ready in about five to seven business days. So let's schedule another call to review the strategic account plan at that time. So we might book the call on the discovery call or we might just do a follow-up. A lot of people say, well, as soon as you get them off the phone then or off the Zoom call, then you've lost them. I disagree. It's like, if you decide to work together, it's like, you don't have to twist anybody's arm. You know, you don't have to use any manipulative sales tactics and try like a bunch of different close strategies, like all that bull crap, really. But we do know all those closing strategies. We just don't use them here. 
point is, is that five to seven business days, we're going to get on another call for about an hour, maybe 90 minutes and go through this whole thing, figure out whether or not the next step is for us to work together. And then if we decide then, then we determine, you know, when our onboarding is. And that's kind of how we present it. And it's very upfront. But once again, the keys are collecting money, setting up your next step, future pacing to a certain degree, and everybody wins in this scenario. So and I think this is that two-step sales process that works so well and that we continue to use every single day inside Tier 11. Ralph, if I could, if I could throw in uh, another kind of bonus from the, the operations side of things as well. So uh, a lot of that sales stuff you were mentioning, just so you know, Steve, our VP of sales, does a phenomenal job of kind of walking people through how to make that discovery call sale for the SAP and then how to do the presentation call later. So that's some, some really great stuff he's put together. And I've already seen a lot of agency owners. I know this is good stuff because I've seen them come back the next week after going through it saying, guys, I sold my first SAP. Yeah. And uh, that's been really fun to see. One of my favorite parts wearing the operations hat is, hey, we're, we're always thinking about capacity and growing and that kind of stuff. And so what we actually do once we get access to that ad account, we're having a, a lot of our kind of trainee junior people go through this. And these are people that we've hired using our hiring process. That's another one of the growth systems that Ralph, I know you talk about on the, on the training that we'll link to in the show notes. And we're having them go through and actually do a lot of the analysis stuff for us. So not only are we able to delegate that, but it's also a training opportunity for our team to help sharpen them. Yeah, it serves a lot of purposes. Like we're constantly, if you've been listening to this show, we're hiring right now. So tier11.com forward slash jobs, there's a bunch of opportunities there for people to work with tier 11. And as a part of the training, the SAP is a huge part of that training. Now it's not just done through a new recruit and then they just do it and then that's it. No, there's lots of checks and balances that are uh, done along the way. Also, there's an internal vetting too. Like once we do the SAP, you've got five or six or seven people on this thing with eyes on it and they are all vetting it now you might have you and a va and maybe a media buyer great all three of you put your eyes on it you know more eyes the better obviously but we take this so seriously and we want to make sure that there's a good match we're also sort of selling internally to our team that this customer is a good match for us because we're not trying to work with hundreds of customers per month that's not our goal. That's not our plan. We want to work with the right types of people we feel we can really connect with and that we can do great things for. So there's a lot of parts to this. And you know the operational side is really important. So the SAP works as a sales tool. Yes, it does. But it works as a training tool. It works as a you know, inclusion tool from a leadership perspective. I certainly look at that as the CEO. Like, I want everybody to be excited about any new customer that comes on board. I want Angela to be excited and Rita and Zach and Tom and Deacon and everybody be pumped like, oh my God, we've got this new customer. So the SAP allows us to do that internally so that when we do the onboarding call, we're like ready to just blow it out because we're all psyched and we're all, you know, we get pretty excited about this kind of stuff. So it serves lots of purposes. If you can look back to one thing, though, this is the growth driver for our entire business, for sure. And that's why we call it the SAP sales system. And it's tremendously effective. And this goes to, you don't need tons of leads. Like there's a lot of, you know, agency, learn how to build an agency programs and gurus out there that say, oh, you just need like more leads. 
No, you actually need the right kinds of leads. So if you're doing this right, and you can probably comment on this better, Deacon, like for some of our agency accelerator customers, they're not on sales calls 24-7. They're taking a couple of sales calls a week, maybe a handful or so, if they've got a sort of a lead generation mechanism, but they're choosing the right customers because the SAP is allowing them to do that. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with with the old adage. It's, it's however many times easier to sell somebody that you've already got. To me, I just kind of interpret that as, hey, recurring revenue is is king. That's the thing that you're after if you're an agency or a freelancer. And so by bringing in the right customers with a system like this, which will help you do it, by bringing in the right ones, we're, we're keeping people for a long time. And by doing that, we're, we're able to scale up more effectively without spending all of our time on sales calls. And I think that's probably the biggest difference between how we do things and how I've seen other people do things. It's not just about pouring a bunch of leads into the hopper and like turning them through the machine. It's no, we're carefully vetting and curating and choosing the right ones that are gonna grow with us. When they grow with us for a long time, it's easy to keep stacking revenue instead of just like turning on the lead machine again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in the free training that we're, we're doing over at tier11.com forward slash 100, we talk even further about this into how we were able to leverage the SAP to not only charge what we were worth on new customers, but also to go back to our current customers and validate higher pricing, which allowed me as, a, as an agency owner way back when I was first starting to go from $26 an hour working 200 hours per month to working, you know, maybe half that per month, but tripling what I could actually earn per hour. And the SAP system was key to allowing me to do that. In so doing, we really did change the course of what we're doing inside tier 11. So we go through that exactly how that was done on the training over at tier11.com forward slash 100, which we discuss you know, three revenue growth systems, this one right here being the biggie <laughs> and the one that, like Deacon said, to start the show, it's like, all right, which three things really allowed us to get to six figures per month and beyond in revenue and produce amazing results for our customers? Well, SAP was was by far number one because it's not something that people necessarily know about, but it's something that's really, really effective. Maybe it allows you to take a, finally take a salary like I remember the first day I actually took a salary and this was not long ago. This was inside of five years ago. Like I did not take a salary for so many years because I was just reinvesting everything and I just need more team members. Right now we're on a huge kick for our creative team. Like how can we get even better results for our customers? We're investing profits into that team because we know that's super important right now, especially right now high quality creative that really resonates with the market. So we look at these sorts of things. You can't do that without revenue. You can't hire a copywriter. Maybe you're writing all the ads. Maybe now you can hire a consultant to maybe do that. Maybe you can take an actual salary. Like I said, maybe you can hire a second media buyer. Maybe you can start running more Facebook ads to get more leads in the door that hopefully are higher quality. Like whatever this produces, like pricing, and revenue does solve a lot of business issues. And it's about, you know, pushing it back in 
to the business so that you can get the great results that you're looking for for you and your customers and creating long-lasting relationships that really help both sides. So Deacon, that was a lot of stuff here on uh, episode 265. Anything further to add for if you're a consultant, freelancer, small agency looking to get to the next level and using the SAP, any any further words of wisdom having helped craft this process from A to B and seeing the results of it coming through every single day? I guess if I was giving myself advice back from maybe four-ish years ago when I was on my own, I think I had one employee at the time. My advice to myself would be this, go watch the training because we actually go through how to do that SAP selling system there. And you've heard us talk a lot about why having more revenue is important. That's the number one advice I will give myself. I had months where I paid my employee salary and I paid myself zero. It wasn't great, but I got here. And this episode is what I wish that I had known of. And, and also we talk about a couple other revenue growth systems on that training as well. But this is the biggie. This one's the key for me. Well, cool. Awesome to have you on. I know you you lead that entire group and uh, people are just raving about the types of results that they're getting, which is great. And like I said, we just opened it up to uh, the worldwide audience uh, just this past week. So definitely head over to uh, that URL and sign up for the training. For all the resources that we mentioned in this week's show, uh, head over to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This has been episode 265. We got all the goods there. Deacon Bradley, thanks for bringing it this week. It was fun. Yeah, we'll have to have you on again sometime soon. For all of you who do not follow Tier 11 on Instagram as of yet, definitely check us out over at Tier 11 Instagram. We'll leave a link to that in the show notes as well. We post stuff like this all the time. A lot of stuff for agency owners and consultants and freelancers as well as just generalized advice that we talk about here on Perpetual Traffic. So check out Tier 11 on Instagram. Until next week, everybody, see you. See you. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.